Hello and welcome back to the Story Analysis Podcast. My name is Lydia and I am here today with my co-host Ashley. And we're here to talk about my childhood. Wow. Maybe to a lesser extent yours. You had cable. I did not. (laughs) We are here to discuss the one and only PBS Kids (laughs) and rank our top five PBS Kids shows. Of all time. When are we ever here not to talk about you? Wow. <laughs> I'm, I'm the one who comes up with the podcast idea. Asking questions. <laughs> oh, man. All right. So, did you watch a lot of PBS Kids? Or did you kind of deviate away from that as you got older? Here's the thing. We did not have cable until I moved. Okay. So, until the age of six, I only had PBS. Mm-hmm. Um, and then after that, we did have cable, and there was really no PBS anymore, so. Yeah. I mean, I think we could still, like, it, switch over to the local channels, but that's I don't know how much we did that. Yeah, that sounds like a painful step. I don't really remember. Like, I don't know, once we moved, if I was watching Arthur in that house, I can't remember. Yeah. Definitely was in the old house. Well, I watched PBS Kids, and then when I maybe would have naturally grown out of it, my little siblings came along, and we watched more PBS Kids, so... I watch PBS Kids all the time. (laughs) Oh, I just remembered. Another one to add. Uh Uh-oh. Here we go. Well, I have a top five, so I guess we can go through that first and then tackle the honorable mentions, maybe, that uh, didn't reach both of our lists. Uh, Would you like to start with your number five? Um, I didn't really categorize these. That's okay. Um, let me... I think if I had to pick five, yeah, it would probably be those. I think at number five, I would probably put... <sighs> that's rough. Five is hard. Because I feel like they're all tied for number five. <laughs> I feel like number five... I, I, I was trying to categorize these into like three. because Three oh. groups. Because I felt like there was the the key shows of my childhood uh-huh. for like my top five. Mm-hmm. And then there was like before that... When I was a little, little kid. Okay. And then there are a few honorable mentions. Got it. So, I don't, I didn't really get to categorize that. (laughs) Um, So, I don't know. I I think I would have to have, out of this list, maybe, (sighs) sorry. (laughs) No worries. I'm going to say Liberty's Kids. (gasps) Liberty's Kids is one of my honorable mentions. Okay. Liberty's Kids is great, from my memory. I don't remember it well, but I remember being really into it. Pretty sure I have a season of it on DVD. <gasps> we should watch it. <laughs> I feel like that was a little bit later in my childhood. Mm-hmm. I don't remember exactly when it was on, Yeah, but it was like, I don't know. It was later. It was new. Yeah. You know? I remember that. <laughs> it was new and it was later, and I remember thinking like, this is Felicity Merriman fan fiction because it's the Revolutionary War and the main girl is this yeah. redhead. I'm like, did you just want to write stories about Felicity That's Merriman? That's fair. I didn't make that connection. <laughs> um, but yeah, and I don't remember that much about it either. Mm. I just remember being like, whoa, this is fun. And PBS does the genius thing of how they break out each episode. Mm-hmm. So like, yeah, sure. It's only, what, 20, 30 minutes tops mm-hmm. of a show, but they have it in the perfect segments that you're never bored. Nope. And you come you come to expect 
the pattern because yeah. they're going to have one little story, then they're going to have a break in the middle, yep. and then they're going to have another little story. Yep. And like you want that set up. So and Liberty's so Kids good. did that. Arthur did that. Yes. Other shows did that too, but that was my memory. And I always looked forward to those little segments. I, Wasn't there like a game or something? I think I so. I might have had a computer game. Maybe I'm confusing that them too. That could be. I, I just, don't remember much at all. I just remember thinking it was cool. And I think I shipped things and I'm not sure I what shipped I things shipped. Too. I think it might have been very inappropriate. <laughs> well, there was like an older character. I don't remember who it was though. <laughs> but then there was like... Her and a boy like boy. her age. Yeah. Wasn't there a younger kid? I think so. And they were like the three kids. Yeah, right. Um, and then there might have been an adult somewhere along the way. I can't yeah. remember. Or like an older teen. I can't remember. But there was... It was exciting. <laughs> Just a fun concept because they talked about these points in history. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and made it digestible and interesting. Yeah. For a child's mind. I thought so, too. And it's like, you don't get the Revolutionary War very often. And it's like... Yeah, that's true. That's the founding of America. Like, why don't we talk about that one more? I don't know why, but... Yeah. I really liked that one as Mm. well. Solid characters. I would love to watch it again. I'm sure I would enjoy it. I'm sure I would enjoy all of these. (laughs) Right? Me too, honestly. My number five is Wishbone. Okay. That's kind of one of my honorable mentions. Yeah, and I, I don't remember it well enough. It might be higher if I remembered it That better. was kind of my thought, too. I was like, it might be on, like, my top five yeah. list if I could remember it better. I feel like they stopped airing it when I was quite young. At least on our channel. I think every PBS kids station. I do feel like it was probably more of an 80s show. I think so. And I, I think... Every PBS station, like, whatever's local to you has their own schedule, and they sure. might be able to choose their own shows that they show, and for whatever reason, mine didn't have Wishbone mm-hmm. after I was probably, like, six or something, mm-hmm. and I I just remember loving it. I remember loving the little dog. Yeah. I loved anything that had cute little dogs talking, and guess what? Wishbone little dog doesn't die, okay? He's just <laughs> off having adventures and being cute. Yeah. And... <clears throat> Vividly, still, when I think of classic literature, I feel like my touchstone is Wishbone, which yeah. is ridiculous. Well, I <laughs> realized as an adult that I knew things about classic literature mm-hmm. from Wishbone. Exactly. And I was like, it I educated us. I didn't know that was a real thing, but I learned it from Wishbone. It's a public service, <laughs> right? For kids, and yeah. it was. <laughs> We know what these things are about because of Wishbone. Like, mm-hmm. I still haven't watched. Um, or read the Odyssey yet, but I like know the story of the Odyssey because of Wishbone <laughs> and his adventures, <laughs> and he had his owner and like the other kids and stuff, and they had their little problems going on in their modern world. And Wishbone, correct me if I'm wrong, would be like, "This reminds me of a story I know," Sounds and right. he would have a somewhat parallel adventure in the classic literature and tie it back to whatever modern childhood problem that was going Here's on. Here's the thing: his... I didn't know that's what was happening when I watched it. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I could be wrong. <laughs> no, I think you're right. I think that was the point, but I never knew that's what was happening. Mm-hmm. Um, was great. I remember precisely two things about Wishbone. Uh-huh. Or specifically Wishbone episodes. Um, I remember the, um, like, I think it's actually in Aladdin. Uh-huh. So, like, what is that based on? The 40 Thieves? Like, or... Yeah. 
So like is Arabian the Nights. the the what, there's a joke in there okay. about forgetting open sesame. Yeah, 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 yeah. And I think that was in a Wishbone episode. Okay, yeah. And so um yeah, I don't know. I just I remember that. <laughs> mhm. And then I remember the girl was allergic to oatmeal. That's funny. In an episode. I think it was oatmeal. <laughs> Maybe so I'm funny. wrong. It probably is true. She had an allergic reaction to something. And yep. I, that's it. That's Adorable. all I remember. Adorable. Well, see, I I really want to find an episode of Wishbone to watch because in my mind, Wishbone sounds like the Princess Bride guy, the main guy who plays Wes. Oh, I don't remember. Carrie Elves. Did he have an accent? I don't know, but he talked very, like, properly, and I just, I've always thought, like, That's his voice funny. sounded like his voice. <laughs> I don't remember what he sounded like at all. It would probably come back to me <laughs> if I watched it. Oh, I love Wishbone. What's your next one? <clears throat> um, I think, I don't know, I kind of feel like it's a tie between number three okay. and number four. Wait. Mine aren't super. What's I'm my number super, two? I'm not super confident <laughs> in my O order, but. <laughs> yeah, I don't really know. I think I only got to four. Mm-hmm. So Liberty's Kids might have been my number four. Okay. So my three and my two are tied. Okay. I'm going to go with the Magic School Bus. <gasps> oh my gosh. Is that it's not even not, on your list? It's, it's not on my list. Wow. I think I wasn't sure if it was PBS Kids. I don't think they aired it a lot when I was younger. My memory of it. But I remember them going inside the person. Oh, they did that all the time. Yeah. Um, My memory of it, I think it came on after Arthur. Okay. So, like, if I didn't get to watch Arthur, like, if I missed it, I remember, yeah. distinctly remember being really upset that I missed <laughs> Arthur one time, and my mom was like, you're gonna watch the Magic School Bus and it'll be fine. <laughs> So I had to <laughs> settle for that. For Miss Frizzle. So it was always like second tier in my brain. But like in retrospect, like what a fun concept. Yeah. And like it had a whole like an ensemble cast. Mm-hmm. And it had like a little animal sidekick. Yep, that's why they like guana, right? I think wasn't her name Liz? Maybe. I don't remember. See, I don't remember it very well. Like I, there's a couple of episodes that I like remember the adventures yeah. of. And I remember liking it, but I, I don't remember I feel like there were a few characters that were, in my brain, the same as the Recess characters. <laughs> Some um, of the kids? <laughs> yeah. Like, there was one like kid. Like, there was probably a TJ equivalent. Well, that's just it. I feel like there was, like, a kid who looked, who was drawn kind of like him. I don't remember yeah. clearly now, but I don't know. I just feel like, as a kid, I was like, I don't like that show that much. But I'm sure I watched it yeah. more than anything else. So. Yeah. That's funny. I, um, I have as my number four, Zaboomafu with the Crack Brothers. That's one of my honorable mentions. Loved Zaboomafu so much. Here's my story about Zaboomafu. I was homeschooled and I was like probably (laughs) nine or ten or something, okay? And my mom knew that I loved Zubumafu so much. I always have loved animals and loved animal science growing up. And she was like, okay. We would always watch Sesame Street before school because, like, Abby was a little kid and wanted to watch Sesame Street and Elmo's World. So we would always have that on as we were getting ready and eating our breakfast. And then right after Sesame Street at 9 o'clock when we were supposed to start our schoolwork, Zaboomafu started. And I remember 
I was allowed to watch the Boomafu before I started my schoolwork. Wow. So my mom apparently wasn't going to pick that battle. And she was like, it's educational. <laughs> If she it's starts educational. Saying, hey. It's thirty minutes. <laughs> she ahead. watches the Boomafu first. So if fun. that makes her happy, she can watch the Boomafu first. So, I would always watch the Boomafu, and they would have their little animal segments. Yeah. And I don't know. I I don't remember it super well anymore. I'm pretty sure I, I had a crush I'm on one of those boys. Probably Chris. Sorry, which, Martin. <laughs> yes, that sounds right. Which is Sorry, uncomfortable Martin. because I was probably eight. Well, yeah, and he but, was probably forty. He was probably like in his twenties at that point. No, they, they were old men. <laughs> no, not when they were filming the early seasons of Zabumafu. They were young. Now I want to know. They're probably like in their forties now. I don't. They're think, older than that. I don't know. They're older than I've that. I've seen them fairly recently <clears throat> on the social media. They were medias. born in the 60s. Were they really? Yes. Wow, Kratz. <laughs> it's all that animal handling. It keeps them young. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, these are Chris. Chris had the, the dark hair. I think I yeah. probably had a crush on Chris, yeah. too. Sorry, Martin. <laughs> They're Canadian. I didn't know that. But, loved them. Yeah, I loved they them. They were our Was Steve the Irwin. lemur fake? Half the time. Okay. They had live footage shots of the lemur, okay, but they so had a puppet for, like, when he was talking. Like Sabrina the Teenage Witch. Basically. Okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Um, I, 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 what I want to know is, was, like, Zabumafu them? Was it one of them voicing Zabumafu, or was it somebody else? Yeah, good question. No clue. But I just adored them, and I, uh, I don't know. They, they were my Steve Irwin. I didn't have access to Steve Irwin as a youth, so. Yeah. Chris and Martin Kratt were my, (laughs) my Steve Irwin. (laughs) Are you looking up if they were Zabumafu's voice? Oh, no, I... (laughs) There's an animated show. Wild Kratz? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I haven't seen it, but that's what they're doing now. I was just trying to figure out uh, how old they were. Oh, okay. But I'm not even seeing, like, when exactly it aired, <laughs> so that seemed to take some further digging. <laughs> they were too old for us at age eight, but I also probably had a crush on them. I mean, they would have been... Try to think. I can't do that math. <laughs> oh, gosh. I mean, they would have been... They're probably around my dad's age if they were born in the 60s. Yeah, probably. I mean, they were probably in their late 20s to 30s when the show was on, I'm thinking. Mm -hmm. I don't remember exactly. That seems like it was a later show, too. Like, it was new when I was... Yeah. Like, when we moved or something, because it wasn't, like, a baby show. No, I remember watching it when I was, like, 8 to 12. And so... That would have been later in the 90s then, Mm -hmm. so... I I loved it. So what about you? It was fun. Oh, sorry, I got rid of my list. Your number three. Well, technically my number two. Oh, that's right, you did less. <laughs> I just, I, I couldn't really prioritize these, I don't yeah. feel. Because like I said, a lot of them I would classify as more baby shows. That's okay, because I'm sure one of yours is going to be the same as mine, so then yeah, we I think have our, four. <laughs> our number one is probably the same, though. Um, I would put Dragon Tales. <gasps> that's an honorable mention for me. Number two, I think. I because I feel like I got so excited about it that it would have to be ranked higher than the Magic School Bus. Yeah. And, I'm, again, that seems like a little bit later in my youth. Emmy Max show. found a dragon scale, yeah. and that's what started Dragon Tales. So magical. I always wanted a dragon scale like that. Like, when they pick it up, it would be, like, prismy and beautiful. Yeah. And I was like, oh, I just want a rock that looks like Emmy and Max's dragon scale. And I do have a rock that looks like Emmy and Max's dragon scale, and I still have it. 
niche homeschool thing, <laughs> I remember asking somebody about it, and they were like, I'm not allowed to it's watch magic. Dragon Tales it's magic. because it's magic. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No, I, I knew, I like knew that. I knew that. I was like, I can't talk about this with people because yeah. it's magic. Mm-hmm. But I loved it. And I couldn't tell you a darn thing about any of the plots, but I... I just remember the two-headed dragon. Yeah. The, Zach and... What was the girl's name? I don't remember. The purple one. Yeah. And Zach was green. Yeah. They were funny. And there was the big blue guy. And then the pink girl. Dragon. I don't remember that one very well. She was, like, the leader. Like, she was, like, the competent one. Yeah, they the were all The big guy was, like, hoo Like, a dumb Sully from Monsters, Inc. And then the, you know, green purple one would bicker all the time yeah. and get into shenanigans right. but they were funny Good and Emmy uh, and Max would go to Dragonland and have adventures yeah. with the dragons and I would love to watch the show again because I don't remember it well but I it's not on my list because it wasn't beating out these other ones but I do remember like loving it every mm-hmm. time it was on being very excited Yeah. oh and there's the big yellow guy too I'm also very curious about big yellow guy Show me a picture. I have no memory of a big yellow guy. Oh, he was like an old man. Okay. He was like the the, the fatherly figure. Sure. The mentor. He's okay. still a big yellow guy. <laughs> it just looks like I don't remember that being one of their little group. He probably wasn't in all the episodes. <sighs> I'm very curious to look up how many seasons each of these shows have. Like, that one had three. Because I am sure that I only saw one season on repeat. I don't know who makes the decisions for children's shows, but they should pay for their crimes. Because, like, I would always want to see, especially whoever runs ABC was one Saturday morning, I would be like, okay, we got to the finale of season one. Let me see the next season. And apparently the stupid network must have only paid for one season, and then they would just run that again the next year. And I'd be like, I have been waiting to see the conclusion of the story forever That's and funny. i would never get it Man. so you, you have to purchase all these shows before all this yeah to like recover from my trauma <laughs> pre-internet streaming struggles right. uh zabumafu was uh a different person i wasn't chris or martin no it says gord robertson a canadian puppeteer who had also puppeteered on jim henson's fraggle rock Aww. there you go that's nice. And they could probably talk to somebody in those scenes. And I just wasn't sure. Sometimes that's all voiceover or something, right. you know. And... Okay. So my number three, unless you had more to say about Dragon Tales. <laughs> no, not really. Just it was magical premise. I was fond of it. I, and I had a good time. Me too. Beautiful colors. And it's the year of the dragon, so I guess we've got to revisit it. Uh, yeah, I guess we do. Watch all three seasons. <laughs> <laughs> It'll take, like, one night. <laughs> right. <laughs> Uh, my number three, I feel like maybe it's cheating because I loved it before the show, is Redwall. I never watched that. Ah, uh, one of the great joys of my life was that they turned the first, like, two Redwall books into seasons of Redwall on PBS Kids, and I got to see them all. Nice. There was no cliffhanger where I didn't get to see what happened. Like, I got to see Redwall, and I got to see Matt DeMeo as season two, and I I love the Redwall books. I love the Redwall show. I thought they did the books great justice. And uh, I feel like I've never known anyone who has read and liked those books, which is a tragedy because they're great books. And I feel like they are really loved, but in like a very small 
the three people who know about well, them. Well, <laughs> people love them, and they're successful, but, like, it's just, like, I have told other fantasy people, like, read this. It's mm-hmm. great. I've left comments on YouTube videos of people hauling fantasy stuff that's just like Redwall. Like, right. have you read what Redwall? It's great. Yeah. And they've never heard of it before. Right. And it's <laughs> It's no, so I remember sad. a video, like, from last year of Rachel Maxey saying she just discovered yeah. Redwall, and mm-hmm. it's like, whoa. I, I think Darling Desi, I, like, left a comment on her video, like, yeah. please buy Redwall, and some, a couple people, like, were, like, favoriting it, like, yeah, yeah please Do it. Write it, read it, <laughs> and then she bought it, I'm not sure if she's read it yet, but, yeah. like, she bought it, and I was like, good, <laughs> like, I don't know why, if it's, maybe it's because it was a mouse, and, like, Is people... it, like, a British thing? Like, is it not Americanized enough? Maybe he's Canadian? I don't yeah. think he's British. It's great. It's it's wonderful. It's a great series. Ugh. Anyway, that's enough of that. What's your number two, or is this your number one? I think this would be my number one, which okay. I think is going to be your number one. I think it might be my number one. So I my number you... two. So go for it. Are you sure? Yeah, I think so. It's Arthur. Yeah, Arthur's okay. my number two. Okay. Arthur's great. Arthur... I thought I was putting this my number one because it's iconic. It's so iconic, and I just feel like it was always my favorite. It's so good. And we've been revisiting it. Okay, yeah. I The other day, I woke up, and I was like, I just want, like, a kid Saturday. I just want to eat my breakfast and watch Arthur. And I've tried to stop impulsively purchasing as much, but I was like, I don't even care. I'm going to buy Arthur for $35 on Amazon Prime, and we're going to watch Arthur. Mm-hmm. We went downstairs and started it, and I was like, this holds up. <laughs> It's so good. This is like a warm hug. <laughs> it really was. And, like, I've said before, while watching it, like, you had said the same season aired again and yes. again. And maybe that's, there's some truth to that, because I think there's, like, 25 seasons of Arthur. Yeah, and I've, these are the episodes that I remember that I've ever seen right. in season one. Same for me. <laughs> and some of it I've been quoting for 30 years. Yeah. Um, I... It's so stuck in my brain. And I remember parts with, like I had said, they have that format where they have one little story and then they have that moment with the kids in the schoolroom and then they have the second story. I remember moments with the kids in the classrooms and things that they said. Like, I somehow retained that after 100 years. Um, And, yeah, episodes of Arthur and stories in Arthur, lines in Arthur. Mm Mm-hmm. I've been quoting them as we go through them, Ugh. and having fun just... isn't hard. Yeah, exactly. we haven't gotten to that one yet. No, when we you've haven't. got a library, but like <laughs> when he and Francine are locked in the library overnight, oh, like yeah. I remember stupid little details, like how she built her staircase to get to the window better than him, <laughs> yeah. and I know dumb little things. I always quote the the one, like I think they go to. We haven't seen this one yet either, where they go to like a theme park or a Ren Fair. Mm-hmm. And it's the sword in the stone, mm-hmm. and it's like a, a, an exhibit where you can try to pull the sword out of the stone. Yeah. And the guy selling the, or trying to draw people into the exhibit just says, it's a gentle hand shall rule the land. <laughs> yeah. And I quote that at least weekly. Yeah. For no reason. <laughs> it's it's the, just there. The thing about Arthur for me is like, I don't know before this if I could have named more than, like, three individual episodes of Arthur. Well, I didn't ever do what they were called, but I remember stories. Or, like, I just mean, like, even stories. I don't know that I could have named them. Yeah. So it's been a really interesting, like... Unlocking? Unlock. That's how it's spelled. It's been really interesting just, like, to analyze how the memory works. Because, like, I've started one, and I'll be like, I remember this one. This is what happens. But it takes its starting for me to be like, oh, this is where he gets... This is where he babysits that grumpy dog, and then he gets pal, his puppy. Yeah, like... 
Yep. <laughs> All these different things. It is and hilarious. DW's great. Like, the characters are so funny. They're solid. Like, I'm enjoying it as an adult. It's not like you visit the show and you're like, oh, this is babyish now. It's mm-hmm. not for me. I'm like, this is clever. Yeah. And enjoyable for everyone. And the theme song. Ah, uh, <sighs> yes. Song. Every day when you walk down the Sung by Bob Marley's son. <laughs> I love it so it's much. It's a delight. It's so good. The characters are so good. And it feels so real. Like, I think I mentioned that when we were watching it. I'm like, this doesn't feel like an adult writing TV to, like, teach a kid a lesson, even though they are lessons. Right. There's nothing, like, uber emotional about it. It's just, like, this feels true. Like, whoever wrote it remembers what being a kid is like. Because the conflicts in these shows... Our kid conflicts. Our kid conflicts. It's like, well, I want people to come to my birthday party and not yours. Or, oh, you hurt my feeling by saying that. You know, and it's just like, it's things that actually happen. Mm -hmm. Conflicts kids actually have to go through. Yeah. I loved it. I love it, and I'm going to keep watching it. (laughs) I'll join you. (laughs) My number one. You skip. No, that was your number two. That was my number two. Um. My number one. This has actually worked out really well, because we've had different ones this whole time, except for Arthur. Um, is a show I absolutely adored, and I still adore, and I can't find anywhere to watch it, and it kills me. And it is Sagwa. Oh, I forgot all about The Chinese Siamese cat. I forgot all about her. Sagwa was my favorite, and I still love it. I have this place in my heart and I attribute it to Sagwa because it introduced it to me I think mm-hmm. which is just this like love for like Chinese culture yeah and like the Sagwa did such a good job showing like the magical beauty of that yeah like it's set back in time mm-hmm. so there's like the em- the emperor and mm-hmm. like his the princesses his three daughters and his wife and then there's the family of cats uh baba and mama dangwa sagwa and shigwa wow. okay and <laughs> super fan <laughs> i loved all of them i loved the show so much and they would do lovely little episodes that were like Oh, the Lantern Festival. Yeah. You know, and it's like, I want to go. I've I've always wanted to go. Like, I mean, we went to the, like, China Lights Festival that came to Wisconsin where they had all the, the, like, Chinese food and the booths and the glowing, like, lantern artwork. And I was so excited to go. And you know why I was so excited to go? Because, because it was sagua. fulfilling a Sagwa dream from my youth of That's always hilarious. wanting to experience this culture more. I I mean, I think that's where it started. Like, that was that the first time I really fully took joy and wonder in, like, another culture? Yeah. Like, maybe. I mean, I think I did that with, like, native culture a little bit through media before then, but, like, I think that was the first time I ever, like, experienced any kind of, like, Asian culture mm-hmm. learning and celebrating, and I was just like, give me more, I want to see more, I want to learn more! Right. <laughs> this is beautiful! <laughs> and the stories were fun, and it kills me, because you can't watch it anymore. That is really weird, I wonder what the situation is there. I don't know because I'm not the only one who liked it. Like, I'll yeah, see people I, comment I on I remember watching it. And be like, oh, I thought I made this up because I haven't seen it since yeah. then and I loved it. And, like, I've looked, I regularly look on the streaming platforms sure. because I want to see it again because I liked it that much. Yeah. And, um, it just doesn't exist so there has to be some weird copyright thing that's yeah. holding it up because so many of these things are on streaming. Mm-hmm. 
I think all the ones we talked about, maybe not Wishbone, but I think the rest of them you can, like, watch on streaming. Redwall was another one that I couldn't find forever. You can watch Redwall now. I think mm-hmm. I bought it on Amazon. Like, yeah. you can watch Redwall on streaming. So, come on, Sagwa. <laughs> Sagwa my up. favorite. I loved it That's so funny. much. Oh, man. Do you have other honorable mentions? Well, yes. Me too. I feel like most of these are baby shows. Okay. But some of... Well, they're near and dear to my heart. Go for it. Not that I remember them well. I'll jump in. I'm just going to list them, more or less. Okay. I feel like out of these... It's hard to say. I know I loved Reading Rainbow. I did, too, but I don't remember it well. Same. And, like... I get it confused with Between the Lions. See, I have Between the Lions on here, but I don't remember that one well enough. Like, I feel like that mm-hmm. one was a little bit later. It was, and I think that's why I remember Between the Lines, because it was sure. airing when I was older. Yeah. And I think Reading Rainbow aired when I was young. Yeah, and I think that was... stopped airing it. I was, like, three watching that. Yeah, they stopped airing it and started airing Between the Lines, which is also, like, a story, a, book, a show right. that celebrates reading. So... But, <laughs> who's the guys? Le- I just Le- looked Le- this up. LeVar Le- Burton? Yes. Right? Yes. Um, I saw the sweetest clip of him. I just, like, I've seen him... He's a star trek To this right? day, probably. And I'll just be like, oh, it's him. I love him. I feel the That's same way. That's my childhood. I feel the same way. He's such a precious little man. <laughs> well, I saw this, like, really heartwarming clip of him that's, like, recent. And they were asking He's him, like... He's not that old. They were asking him, like, what's the most proudest thing about your career? And he's, yeah. like, reading Rainbow. Oh, and I was so like, I'm gonna cry. <laughs> I think he was in an episode of that uh, Christy... TV series. Oh, really? And I remember loving him in that. I think my mom really liked him. And so she projected that onto me, but he just seems like such a delightful person. He's 66, so it's not like he's, you know, 98. (laughs) It's the same age as the Crap Brothers. (laughs) We felt very different. Not quite. (laughs) He's older than the Crap Brothers. But, I mean, he would have been quite young filming Reading Rainbow, probably. The Crap Brothers were like, we want to adventure with you and see animals. Whereas he was like, he's our dad reading Bedtime Stories. Probably. <laughs> Such a delightful human. Um, but yeah, I don't remember it very well. I was quite little. Yeah. Uh, kind of the same thing with Mr. Rogers. See, okay, I never grew up watching Mr. Rogers. I don't think it was playing when I was watching TV. I think it, like, played around, like, noon or something, sure. and I wasn't, like, allowed to watch TV around then. Yeah. And I remember going to somebody's house, and they had Mr. Rogers on, and I was, like, probably aging out of it, and yeah. I was like, this is boring as heck and kind it, of scary. It probably is really boring. Like, yeah, it's very slow and When you're past four or yeah. something. Mm-hmm. Um, and I remember just loving it. Yeah. And, like, I... Could it be... Re- perceived as creepy like i don't know maybe i mean but back when it was being filmed it wasn't and like i thought some of the puppets were creepy they are a little creepy <laughs> but i think but it started so long ago i didn't think he was creepy i no. thought he was he was my grandpa well that's just it when i see people when i see clips of mr rogers now or people yeah. talking about i was like i want to cry and it's like i didn't yeah. even grow up watching that right so why do i feel so emotionally connected to mr rogers he's a sweetie i don't know why <laughs> Because he's a sweet. Well, and they did really, really cool things. Like, they had that episode where, like, his friend came over, and they were, it was hot out, and they, like, uh, sat and, like, with their feet in the kiddie pool together, and that was, like, groundbreaking because they still had segregation laws where black people couldn't, oh, sure. like, swim in pools. Okay. 
and that law was just being overturned. Yeah. And Mr. Rogers like, here's my black friend, and we're in a pool together, sure. and it's fine. Yeah. And I was like, that's really cool. And right. like, they never said that. It was just like, oh, we're going to show it. They just yeah. showed it. And he did it with multiple issues, and I right. think that's really cool. <laughs> yeah, no, I think he was a cool person. Mm-hmm. Um, and there was also, I can't remember, clearly there was like a segment where he went to get the mail. And I just yeah. feel like that has to be the, you know... We just got a letter. <laughs> just got a letter. Like, where that came from? Probably. <laughs> it was all Mr. Rogers. Um, I put Lamb Chop on here. Oh, Lamb Chop. I think that might have been before Reading Rainbow for me. The only thing I remember about Lamb Chop is the song that never ends. I don't remember anything about Lamb Chop. And so we got used me to beat. annoy my mom to heck wow. with singing the song that never ends. Well, yeah. but And we got that from Lamb Chop. That's funny. I don't remember anything about it, except for <laughs> I know I liked it. <laughs> um, I also have Barney on here. Okay, Barney, though, that's my territory. I loved Barney. I did, too. I regularly watched Same. Barney as a little kid. My father mocked me for it. <laughs> so rude. Yeah. I had a stuffed Barney. I did, too. And we just looked up these stuffed Barneys today, mm-hmm. and mine was very cute, and it was mine kind of plush. Talk- Yours talked. Mine, Mine did not, not talk. Mine was a silent Barney. But he was very cute. And I told, I was looking at the picture and I didn't even see the back. But I have this like vivid sensory memory of like he has three spots on his back that were embroidered on. And like I used to like rub my fingers on those spots. It's probably like a calming thing. Yeah. And I like vividly remember I, that. Like I said, I remember how the button in his little felt hand felt when you pushed it when you pushed it and then he would talk <laughs> um and yeah it was like a smooth more of a felt like material That's than funny. being plush but he was pretty i think it was pretty significantly sized like i was probably 3 yeah like my mom has told me the story i think i had a baby bop too i had a baby bop and too and i think that one was more plush mhm um but Maybe I, we had the same baby. Probably. Baby. There's probably only one of her. Yeah. Um, I couldn't say Barney. Like, that's well, how young I was. I yeah. called it Bobby. Bobby. And so... Bobby. Right? <laughs> <laughs> so my mom said when I opened the thing, I was like, <gasps> Bobby! And she, you know, brought that up for the next 30 years. I love it. That's um, so funny, though. But, yeah. No, I still remember that Barney. So Watched that forever. I love it. I distinctly remember the episode where he taught you how to mix colors to make other colors. Ah. See, I remember there's an episode of the Mary Moo Cow that DW's watching on... Oh, yeah, Mary Moo Cow. Arthur. Yep. And that's... They mix... Or they they do the, like, little slides of colors, and they do the yellow and blue, and it makes green. Oh, that's funny. And I still remember that to this day when I can't remember how to mix colors. I'm pretty (laughs) sure I remember, like... Somebody with the paints and the big paint brush. Sure. One of the kids, like, surf, making circles yeah, I don't, of, like, red and yellow make orange. I don't remember the specifics of <laughs> any Barbie, ep- Barbie, Barney episode. Yeah. I just remember loving it. And obviously I remember the songs. The clean up, clean up, everybody everywhere. Yeah. A bop. And constantly. <laughs> a bop. Me, <laughs> we would sing that constantly. Do like, I need to start that up again for you? <laughs> Probably it didn't stick. The lesson didn't stick. That's why I can't Barney unlock it. Only took you so far. I mean, it's like a sleeper agent. You gotta start singing that. Maybe song. I'll try and that. And I'll start cleaning because that's what my mom and me would do. Hilarious. And then um, the uh, all the raindrops or lemon drops and gumdrops song. Oh, what a rain it would be I standing outside with my that. mouth open wide. 
I do so kind good. of remember that. That was another bop. Yep. <laughs> um, uh. I adored the big comfy couch. No. Mm-mm. My cousin Alyssa loved that song. I'm calling you the song, the show. I'm calling you out, Alyssa. And I never watched it until I went to her house, and I was like, "This is creepy." They are a little bit creepy, but <laughs> when she lays on the floor and has her leg around the yeah, clock. but it was fun. I had a great time. <laughs> so did Alyssa. <laughs> I heard a rumor that that Lunette the clown married <laughs> Steve from Blues Clues. <gasps> is it true? I don't know. That would be great. It would be like if Flo, the progressive woman, married Mayhem. I still ship it. I, <laughs> <laughs> I want it to be true. Oh, that would be great. I don't think they're actually married. Oh, that was such a sad day. They should be. You'd think these people wouldn't meet because they're in kids. Well, I think they there. were. They were working together. She directed. A Blues Clues revival. Amazing. But I don't even know if Steve was in that. <laughs> They're not actually married. Sad. That is sad. That would have been great. <laughs> anyway, I enjoyed that. And mm-hmm. I felt like, I don't know, from what I could remember of it, um, there were the dust bunnies. You would have loved the dust bunnies. They lived under the couch. That sounds vaguely familiar. And they were so cute. And Listen, she... is Bananas in Pajamas a PBS kids show? Sounds familiar. But I don't know if it's PBS, because I loved Bananas in Pajamas, but I don't think I watched it on PBS, so I can't put it on um, this list. <laughs> these are the dust bunnies. Let me see. I mean, they're kind of scary, too. <laughs> but. Okay, they're kind There was of always, like, a little segment with them. Okay, that's fine. But why is she a clown? I don't know, but it they weren't scary clowns. Unacceptable. <laughs> it's okay. <laughs> Scary clowns. <clears throat> they were cute. I loved it. Um, it was a good time. <laughs> I did put Between the Lions on here mostly yes. just because I remember it. I don't remember it well, but I do remember loving it. And I remember, like, I loved lions. And so, like, I, I love the Lion King. And it stuff. must have been, like, a post Arthur discovery. Mm-hmm. Like, I loved Arthur. Arthur was my touchstone for yeah. everything. And I was like, this is weird. <laughs> Well, they were puppets. Like, they you were, were puppets. Historically, not a fan of. I don't love puppets usually. But they were cool puppets. Like, they just look like lions. I just lions. thought they were weird, <laughs> and the concept was kind of weird. I mean, they would just like have it was random like, little segments and weird like set design and stuff. They were in a library. Yeah, but it's just like comparably to yeah. other shows, it was weird. <laughs> yeah, I don't remember it very well. I just remember there's mom and a dad, a brother and a sister, and I liked them. I liked those characters. And there'd be little segments, because they'd be like, oh, this book, and it would be a little segment. Like, Sesame Street has little segments. I don't know. These are kind of scary-looking lions. (laughs) (laughs) I thought they were cool. And the mom has, like, one of those beautiful African colors. Yeah. Like, I can respect it. It's just kind of a little bit scary. (laughs) You don't like puppets, though. I don't. I did never have that (laughs) hang-up. Well, and I feel like, compared to the puppets, Pirates. Puppets <laughs> in Mr. Rogers. Yeah. Like those were so much more subtle. And these ones like they did the eyes blink out of Probably. Know. Mm. <laughs> Not sure I feel about that. I mean you like Zabumafu. He was a puppet too. Yeah, but sometimes he was a real lemur. <laughs> sometimes he was a real lemur. He was very cute when he was a real lemur. Um my final honorable mention on here is oh, good, uh, Zoom. 
I have Zoom on mine as well, which I don't remember well, no. but I remember liking. I just remember, and you know, it would be hilarious to watch today, probably, because oh, yeah. I was like, wow, these kids are so They're grown. so cool in their baggy jeans They're and their t-shirts. They're so grown up. I know. I remember that about the Wishbone kids. Uh-huh. And I looked them up, and I was like... They're nine. <laughs> These are little babies. I was just a toddler. Right? <laughs> That's so funny. Yeah, no, I remember thinking about it. They had that, like, cool, like, Zoom song in the beginning. Yeah. Which I'm sure is not cool, That's but it felt cool. That's where the cup song came from, isn't it? Did it? I'm not sure. I'm pretty sure I heard, or they did, the cup song. Well, they would do things like that. Honestly. They did that. Yeah. And it was there in my brain. That's and then Anna Kendrick came out with it, and I was like, you got that from Zoom. <laughs> Well, they would do, like, experiments and yeah. skits and stuff, right? right? I yeah. don't remember it well, but I do I remember so. enjoying it. Well, and there must have been, like, recurring characters, but it wasn't, like, a story show mm. so much. It was, like, we're here to do a cool thing. Yeah. <laughs> You're gonna learn a thing. That's true. <laughs> I have two dishonorable mentions. Oh, my. Which are Caillou. Is that PBS? Yep. Okay. This awful show. Yeah. Horrible show. Hilarious. This woman voice actor doing the whiniest little voice you can ever imagine. It's pretty bad. And the kid being bratty. Yeah. And the parents just being absolute whamby-pamby losers. Wow. It was awful. It was an awful show. And then, second dishonorable mention, Teletubbies. Oh, yeah. Which also tried to do that format of half a show, and then a middle segment with, like, real kids, and then another half a show, but they repeated the show. Oh. So the first half a show was the same as the second half of the show, which just adds to the, they're trying to brainwash my kids with this weird crap. It did seem like a brainwashing thing. Uh-huh. And then they played the exact same show afterwards. I, do, I didn't remember, I didn't know that. Unacceptable. <laughs> I Weird was brainwashed. As heck. <laughs> Weird as heck. And I... Abby like would like it liked it. it was a very early morning show yeah and so sometimes we'd wake up really early and be the only thing on and Abby liked it because she was a baby and I was just like what is this it was very very weird it was messed up man <laughs> weird as heck I I wonder is it like a Japanese show that they tried to like borrow parts of and put in the states maybe because sometimes that explains weirdness like Power Rangers was like that. okay. Some American businessman was like, they filmed the show already in Japan, so we can use some clips of it over there. Okay. But then we can just refilm bits of it with English, you know... Speakers? Speakers over here, yeah. and it'll just be this hodgepodge, and it's fine. But it's really weird because yeah. of that. Maybe. I don't know. Ugh. Anyway. I'm a little afraid to find out yeah, more about Teletubbies, it's honestly. freaky. My other honorable mentions, these are newer. These are like Abby and Calvin are here, and so I get to keep yeah. watching PBS Kids. Maya and Miguel. Oh, yeah. It's Maya and Miguel. Yeah. Brother and sister and best friends as well. Great. I remember being really fun. Just yeah. to get into adventures. It was lovely. I don't remember much beyond that, but I yeah. remember I, having a good time. I know I saw it. But I probably remember, like, I know I saw Sagwa, too, and I think I remember that one more than I remember Maya and Miguel. Second honorable mention, Cyber Chase. Yeah. Now, I didn't like math very much, and I didn't love Cyber Chase that much. But, and it was on all the time, which fed into my, like, oh my gosh, really, Cyber Chase again? Kind of feeling about yeah. it. Yeah. But it was entertaining, and I did <coughs> enjoy it, and I did sit and watch it all the time. And 
they explained math really, really well. Sure. I think. Looking back, I like a watch I'd like to watch it again. To learn I think math. That, I think yeah. <laughs> I think they explain mathematical concepts really well. Mm-hmm. And that's pretty inventive to be like, we're gonna teach math mm-hmm. in this show and just have it in the story. Mm-hmm. So kudos. Also they would do like these people talking at the end. Shout out to you guys, because I saw the woman who talked at the end of the Cyber Chase episodes fairly recently in a commercial, and I'm like, look at her. She's out there still grinding, and if I ever am in charge of casting a movie, I will cast this woman just because, like, look at her go, you know, trying to do the thing still. I always liked her. Anyway, um, and then the third honorable mention, Clifford the Big Red Dog. Is that a PBS show? It was. I love that Cleo and what's the little dog's name? TJ? I don't PJ? remember. I don't know. And Cleo I just, was the poodle. Just remember I thought Clifford. I misdeed you wrong. Nope, I don't remember Loved that. that. Emily Elizabeth. <laughs> Emily Elizabeth and Clifford are the only ones I remember. I really liked Clifford and it was on a lot. I think it like moved around. Like I think Clifford was on in the mornings. And then it was on in the af- late afternoons, but like no matter what, we—that's yeah. when we were watching. You had TV. such a routine in your life. I had a lot of routine in my life. My mom is a very <laughs> scheduled person. Hilarious. <laughs> and um, I, uh, I remember watching a lot of Clifford, but I remember liking it a lot. Mm-hmm. I remember liking it a lot. I, I liked the Clifford book. I think I had two Clifford books when I was little, so I always liked those, but. Yeah, I remember reading some books. Like, oh. that was probably one I gravitated toward at the library. I was like, let's find the Clifford books. <laughs> yeah, it's a big red dog. Yep. That's a love. It was delightful. And then I liked the TV show, too. So they were very cute. Um, and then the most honorable mention, which I feel like you can't talk about PBS Kids without talking about Sesame Street. Mm. Sesame Street is PBS Kids. Okay. okay. Like, it wouldn't be PBS Kids without Sesame Street. Like... Was that the only PBS Kids show at one point? Probably. Probably. It probably was. Sesame Street started it all. It probably was the first kids show. I grew up watching Sesame Street. I had Sesame Street VHSs. My mom probably grew up watching Sesame Street. So right. So we would sing the songs together. So we would sing about the ten tiny turtles on the telephone. We would sing about the ladybug picnic. I feel like you should revisit this. We would... <laughs> Because you both could probably still sing that. <laughs> Yeah, I'm sure we could. Uh, there was all sorts of songs, and I just, I loved them all, and we would sing the songs a lot, and I liked all the characters. Like, I liked Big Bird and Oscar and Snuffy and Grover, and I knew them all. And then Abby came along, and she was obsessed with Elmo, because, like, Elmo's world became a thing for her generation. Mm-hmm. I had to Tickle Me Elmo. That doesn't surprise me. <laughs> Burn Ernie. Yeah, these are classics. They're tried and true. And I would actually love to go back and watch them like the old, old episodes of Sesame Street because like it was on in like the 70s, I think. Yeah. And so it's like you have these people and they're in their full like 70s well, that's, clothing. I think everyone's been on Sesame Street. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. So I don't know. It was wholesome. It was cute. I just remember many a day of like being sick on the couch <laughs> watching Sesame Street. <laughs> and you still think fondly of it. I do. I do. <laughs> Got me through my illnesses. <laughs> That's funny. So, yeah, Sesame Street, I feel like, is just, like, if PBS had a mascot, it would be 
somebody from Sesame Street. So. Yeah. How can we even talk about it without talking about the OG of Sesame Street? Love it. Love it to pieces. Any closing thoughts? I respect your list. Thanks. <laughs> yeah, I feel like there could be more. Uh-huh. I don't... If I were to revisit a PBS Kids, which I did for some of these things... Yeah. Um, list, mm -hmm. I would probably remember more, like... The one list I looked at today did not mention Sagwa. And I remember loving that one. It's a Sagwa erasure. <laughs> right? And I had forgotten all about it. Mm -hmm. um, so, yeah, there are probably others that I forgot about. But I looked at a couple of, like, lists, too. I, I typed in, like, PBS Kids 90s. Yeah. And then I typed in PBS Kids 2000s. Right. Because, like I said, I, my kids, my siblings came, my kids, my, my siblings kids. came along. And so we watched them together, you right. know? And that was when That was a whole cable, new decade. So it was more... Uh, Nick Jr. Oh, sure, sure. At that stage of my life. That's funny. But yeah, no, it was great. I love it. And I would, I really want to find Wishbone again to yeah. watch somewhere. I think that would be so fun. That would be. Yeah. Because I, I. With Lid? With like a little segment where we talk about the Wishbone episode? I mean, that would be a nice touch. Yeah. We can find, you know, you were talking about doing one for Othello. We yeah. can find the... The Wishbone Shakespeare <laughs> episode. There's probably many. Oh, gosh. I loved it. <sighs> anyway, good times, good memories. And if you're ever nostalgic, Arthur holds up, so... It does. Feel free to rewatch it. you're right. In, like, in most of these shows, I feel like, fall into that... They're not too emotional. Yeah. Because, like, you have to be in the right mindset to, like, watch a Disney movie. Yeah, because it's going to make you cry. And it's going to be heavy. Yep. And you're going to deal with, like, really adult themes. Yep. It's not gonna be high dirty highs, ones, but, but low lows. You heavy, know? heavy mm -hmm. content. Um, but these are not that. Nope. It's just a good time. And it's not mindless. No. There's little good lessons in basically all of these shows. And, or educational, or both. Yeah. And, I don't know, I just appreciate that. It was good. Good, solid children's TV. <laughs> yeah. And it's not Bluey. Yeah. Like, I like Bluey, but it's gonna make me cry. Yeah, no, that's just it. It's like, these weren't super scary or super anything. Mm -hmm. And they're not gonna make you cry, but they were fun and exciting. Yeah. And yeah, most of these are educational. Yeah. One way or another, I think they all are. Right. You know? And so, 10 out of 10. I love it. <laughs> good stuff. They know what they're doing. Mm-hmm. Well, thanks for joining us. What is your favorite PBS Kids show? Or, like, were you rich and didn't watch public television? <laughs> Some of our listeners probably were only allowed to read. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> How are you going to watch the same season of one hour? Yeah. <laughs> again and again and again? <laughs> oh, gosh. Well, we'll see you all next time. Bye.